0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Online. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, where the game starts. BELIEVE in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric, specific show where, of course, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals as we are in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me, as always, is the one and only a man who played professional baseball. He even stole a base or two. He was really quick and nimble on his feet back then. He also played in the (laughs) National Football League, played for that uh, Atlanta Falcons first Super Bowl bound team back in the day. The one and only Ed Easy Smith was good, my brother.
0: What up, though, brother Jay? I mean, the, the, the hard knocks, bro. That's just the the thing that just keeps dog, giving, bro. Dog,
1: dog. Right, we don't get into that <laughs> yeah. in just a second because if for those who are for those who are familiar with the show Happy Days, there's a certain there's a phrase that's called jumping the shark. And that happened if you are if you watched Happy Days or if it's there was a there was an episode where well, they Fons had the
0: Fonz like, yeah there you yeah, go the give it to him in in his
1: in his leather jacket he was the he was the epitome of cool <laughs> to do all kinds of cool things for lack of a better term and he he ended up uh uh there was a a, a water activity right so he he was on jet skis or on on skis and uh, and so he was going to, they were going to have him jump over some sharks literally. And with the ramp and all that type of stuff. And he, and he was, he was a little bit intimidated, a little bit scared. So in order to get over his fear, he put on his leather jacket, which was his, again, what was, was almost like his Dorian gray mask of sorts, right? Superman cape, power. Right. And so he jumped the shark and that's what they call when a show runs out of ideas and they jump the shark similar to happy days when Fonzie jumped that shark in that episode. So we'll get to that in a second. We do this thing two times a week. The first uh on Sundays, we give you our recap of the most recent games. And then on, uh, on Thursdays, we look ahead to the next opponent and some, Maybe some low hanging fruit or some information that's coming as a result between that, the most recent game and leading up to the next game. But because we have the, because this is a lost season, for lack of a better term, and also because Hard Knocks end season is covering the Cardinals, we do a a reaction to what's going on. But before we get into that, we will be remiss if we did not mention this. I was sitting in that. So, you know, I have my little uh, business on the side. So I was, I had just come back in on Monday night from watching, from uh, from doing some work, from trying to get get my grind on. And I'm getting ready to put some invoices out. And I'm sitting in the family room and doing all that stuff on the laptop. And my, my oldest son and my wife are watching Monday Night Football. And they say, oh, my God, did you see this? Did you see this? and 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 my wife calls me in she rewinds it and she replays what ended up happening Damar hamlin uh the uh, the the safety for the uh for the buffalo bills made a tackle it wasn't, you know, it wasn't some super jarring one of those hits that you would see on on the back in the day from the, some of those VCR, not VCR, but some of those <laughs> those those films. You remember the hardest hits, that type of stuff. Where, were, uh what's my man Atwater? They used to play on the Broncos. Would be on those all the time. It wasn't some jarring hit like that, but it was just a, a tackle. And and so he he got up and he fell down. And ultimately what ended up happening is he, it was cardiac arrest that ended up happening. So his heart kind of fell out of rhythm and he, and and it stopped beating and they had to give him um, uh, CPR, administer CPR. But the thing was, it happened in the first quarter of the game, it happened in front of a, of an entire stadium of people on, on Monday night football on, on primetime TV and the, the reaction to that and kind of the fallout from that. And so he's doing better. Uh, still, from what I understand, he's uh, intubated still, but seeing seeing some improvement. And you know, I know about intubation with some of the stuff that's going yeah. on that I've experienced lately. And uh, but the point is, is is it was just jarring. It was it was the the talk of not only sports shows but also news outlets as well because it happened in such a it's such a, a a massive market, a massive time slot, but I just wanted to get your thoughts. I'm sure that you were watching it because you watch, you, you know, you watch all things football. Uh, your thoughts on that, and have you ever, not to make it about us, but just in terms of something that's similar, have you ever had something along those lines happen, whether it was in baseball or football? What were your What was your reaction in real time when you when you saw this happen? Uh,
0: immediate fear uh, because it was something that <clears throat> we've. Per- Honestly, we've never seen before. At least in my generation, I know we've had athletes uh, from different sports, and even uh, we've had athletes who've been paralyzed in a sport. The one that always comes to mind is Daryl Stingley. Uh, I was a little boy when that happened, but this was uh, an episode. This was something that you can't really prepare for because you know you got these young athletes, and when I say young, you know, even you know some of the older guys are still young men. Yes. Uh, as far as the world itself, you're old for sports when you get in your 30s. But, you know, most people are just hitting their stride in their early 30s. So, you know, this young man is 24 years old. You see him go down and immediately, you know, you just you start praying, man. This is, you know, I've been out on the field, Jay, where guys went down from either concussion or some type of debilitating injury, like a brokenness or, or whatever it is. And, you know, right. they bring the card out that those aren't life threatening. and. of the instances, you know, uh, bones will heal, you know, ligaments will, you know, you can operate them, put them back together. In this situation, it was a heart that stopped. They had to to basically bring him back to life and then get him out of there and get him to the hospital as fast as possible. And that's life or death. And that is scary. And, you know, personally, you know, I've never witnessed anything like that. And I can only imagine what those players were thinking on the field as it was happening and then, you know, the concern and then, you know, the all the confusion of are we going to try to, re- you know, start this game and that was just all there, – there was no possible way that they could play that game and I'm glad, you know, uh, the, the right people made the right decision regardless of how they got to that decision, made the right decision to postpone, eventually suspend that game and it just shows you how futile, you know, how – uh, you know, life fleeting. is yeah. yeah fleeting. Life is, I mean, it's 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 unbelievable, man. So we continue to pray for that, uh, for him, and uh, hopefully a a great outcome is, you know, would be him being healthy. We could care less about whether he ever steps on the football field again.
1: One of the things that some of the lasting kind of images you see, um, players that were just visibly shaken by it. Um, you saw Allen, the quarterback for the uh, for for the for the Bills, just just almost in, just in disbelief. I think you saw a couple other players that were in tears. I mean, the, there was yeah. a big circle in terms of uh, just trying to pray. I mean, it's, you it's 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 wild because, and I don't know if you felt this way. Oftentimes in sports, and I've heard this, and this is oftentimes that mentality: is that okay, next man up. That's, that's the way that you, that, that you've been, what's been ingrained in you. Not saying that you're supposed to, but that's what's been ingrained in you, in you. I remember when um, in just in, in some way kind of relating not to this extent, but I remember when my son, uh, my oldest son was playing football uh, and he was he was in eighth grade, so just just getting ready towards the end of the season to go to to get ready to go to to uh, to high school, and he was playing a, a game out in. Uh, so we're in Arizona here, if you're listening to the show. So in the Phoenix area, so he was playing in Casa Grande, which was which is about sixty miles away from from where I live. So we were out there playing a tournament or playing a game in terms of uh, in the in the league, and he ended up he was a running back at the time, and he was going through the hole. And he ended up getting a concussion. It was a hard hit and he just, his body just dropped. And it was just so jarring. And I ended up taking him to an urgent care um, back in kind of the Phoenix area. So it was like a 50 mile drive, getting them in the car, just getting there and seeing my son in that way. It just, I, I still think of it from time to time. And he didn't play for, uh, even though his symptoms were better after a week, I didn't have, we didn't have him play for another like three, four weeks because it, it just doesn't matter. Just it just doesn't matter. It's not that important, and that's one of those things where you just don't know if you have. That's one thing when you get a concussion because you're going up the middle trying to trying to maybe do some. Maybe it's a delay or whatever the whatever the play is. But when you have some of those, and I heard this mentioned recently, so I don't know how you feel about this or what your thoughts are on this. It's one thing if you if you get injured going up for a ball to catch and you get hit in the ribs and you break your ribs or you break an arm or you break a leg because you're going doing some football motion. But if you're just doing something that's just benign, you're you make a tackle and you get up and you and you fall or you're, you're trying to run and you make a cut and you get your ACL tears. It's different because that's not quote unquote football related. That's just, that's just life. And that's, that's the tough thing about it. How do you, Condition yourself not only as that player, which you may never play again, and if he doesn't, you know, God bless him. I hope he's taking care of his, you know, put his money aside and is able to live a fruitful and productive life. But for those players on the team, for those players on the opposite team as well, that that runs through your mind. It wasn't as if he was; it, it was some concussion. It was just just playing the game, and he and this ends up happening, in the in an ambulance is on the field taking him away to the hospital, and has has to be intubated.
0: Yeah, for this particular play, if, if there are, let's say both have teams have 70 snaps in a game, Jay, 140 plays. Um, this, you know, you throw on special teams and stuff like that. This is a tackle that's made the, the, the tackle that, you know, brought on the episode. And we, we were only guessing, you know, they talked about how he might have gotten hit right in his chest, right when the heart was in a particular beat. And it threw it out of whack and stopped yeah. itself. Yeah. So, but this is a tackle that happens 80% of the time. And again, every think about this, too, it's 80% of the time in one game, 16 games per week. Yeah. So you multiply it out, it's like it was so inconsequential. It looked so inconsequential that, yeah, you know, guys are, you know, especially in the immediate, it's something that jumps into your mind. And, you know, <clears throat> I would have to say I'm glad I'm not playing at this time because this would be something that would make you almost second guess, you know, what you're risking. You know, I knew every time I went on the field, and I'll be blunt, as, as, you know, every time I stepped on the field in the NFL, Jay, or any other leagues, you know, I played in the XFL, played in you know, World League, uh, stuff like that, I always knew it could be the last time I walked, <laughs> Mm. It can, you know because you know it you you find yourself in a bad position a crunch or something like that you cannot there's a possibility you cannot might not be getting off the ground but that's the that's what you take on and you can't you can't have any fear when you're playing that game because guys who have fear or don't go 100 percent, those are the guys that get hurt so i mean during my career i always knew there's a sacrifice you know god you know hopefully watching out for me and Nothing like that ever happens. And fortunately, I was able to walk away from the game. I'm limping now, but I was able to walk away from the game. Mm -hmm. Um, Never would I have imagined, though, in most instances, you don't think, you know, golly, I could die out here. And now that thought will probably have jumped into some guy's minds. And after this season, it'll be interesting because, you know, we have some of these younger guys are like,
1: nah, it's not worth it. I'm done. We've seen that game. happen more often, at least yeah. publicized. I'm sure it's happened along the yeah. way in the years, all these years of the NFL. But it's more, it's it's more, it's it's. It, we hear about it more often. Somebody yeah. that's two years in the league, this is. Nah, I'm good with Loose with all up. the talent in the world. Yeah,
0: so yeah. we'll see if that something like this factors into some decisions moving forward. But you know, it it was a I would you hate to call it a fluke incident because the number of tackles, the number of games over the course of one week, multiply that times 17. You know, this is the first time we've seen something like this. Hopefully
1: it's the last, but, you know, it, it is scary. Indeed. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals, no way to, in which to transition, awkward transition, try to grind gears, but kind of, almost kind of related a gentleman that plays for the Cardinals that had to have his heart shocked back into rhythm was highlighted to to the delight and pleasure of Ed Easy Smith on uh, Cardinal <laughs> on Hard Knocks End Season, the one and only J.J. Watt. Look, man, it was hard this week, man, because – I like
0: it, bro. This was the J.J. Watt show.
1: What are you talking man, about? Man, it was – goodness gracious. It, I thought, okay, we're going to cover the, the – they'll cover the, the press conference. But for that episode, and I think you keep mentioning it, it keeps getting shorter and shorter because they just what can we say man we we can't this, yeah this,
0: this one was like like 45 minutes 45. something like that <laughs> yes, like, next week this is going to have an intro and an outro
1: <laughs> grand opening grand closing but it was a, so much jj watt focusing on his career and, and and again i think he's had a hall of fame career but goodness gracious for the that's it's one thing if it's in a it's a newspaper article it's one thing if it's if you're catching some type of uh of of a video thing, maybe something on sports center or, or locally on the news, but man, to do, to take that much time to go into JJ Watt. It, it just seemed, it seemed a bit and, uh, superfluous you know, there. Personally,
0: personally that's why you make the announcement a couple weeks before the end of the season. So you can get your fanfare yeah. Soon as, on I the way out the door. Say that. I'm, I'm really just saying, say that. I mean, I'm just saying how many athletes have finished the season and then had a press conference after the season to announce that they are about to retire. You know, thank the game for He just wanted—I mean, that's his personality, bro. He wanted to make sure everybody has an opportunity. How many? How many referees b- before the game? <laughs> as soon as I, I saw that, I knew, bro. They're lining up. I mean, every player, every coach, every referee. Uh, I mean, JJ. Amazing career, you first ballot hall of famer. I'm just so proud to have played on the field with you. And, and you know, thank you so much for everything you've done for the game. And I, but he was eating that up like Popeye's spinach, bro. Oh, I mean, God. oh, I mean, you saw his chest, he, he's just beaming. And like I said, he, there are ways to do what you want to do. Hey, God bless him. Here's the thing I can never, yes. I mean, I can talk all I want. I did not have his career, I, right. you know, he's a okay. first ballot hall of famer, yes. One of the greatest ever played games at his position, yes. Uh-huh. Walter Payton, man of the year, yes. But that man loves a camera, yes. And that, I mean, we just got to see it in bro. You know what next week is going to be like? Ooh. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so, it's gonna be yeah. wild. It's going to be wild. one thing I want to point out. Yes, sir. The the I'm sorry at the end of the the game. <laughs> I, I, I you're in on. my head the whole episode, come on, man. Bro. Come on, bro. We don't we don't need that. How many times, how many dudes on the course of, if everybody wanted to say they're sorry, I mean, they'd still be in the locker room right now. Okay, but on Atlanta. the other side, shouldn't you nah, nah, do nah, there's that? there's no other nah, side. I, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. there's no other side. You know how many locker rooms I've been in, Jay, over the course of my 15 years of professional sports, two sports. Okay. I never heard nobody say, bro, I'm sorry I struck out in the sixth inning. You know, I, that was all on me, bases loaded. I should have got them runs, and I'm sorry, you know. I mean, come on. All right. Oh, my
1: God. Ed Smith, Easy Smith, Happy New Year to you. Hate, 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 hate.
0: hate. Jay, Jay, I'm sorry, man. Uh,
1: <laughs> last, last show we
0: had, you know, I kind of didn't get that, you know, you tossed me a softball and I missed it, bro. And I just can't do that. I'm sorry, bro. I messed the whole show up.
1: Oh, oh man. All right. David Collins. So they talked about him a little bit. Uh, so. It's it's one of those things. So of course, when they spotlight somebody, they're going to try to spotlight and highlight the good things about them, some of the positive things. But have just in terms of looking at this season compared to last season. So this is his second year. Do you think? Have you seen any growth? Are you at least encouraged by by what you've seen this year as opposed to last year?
0: I am, and I, you know, I, I I think you and I who talked about this. I, Zayvon Collins and Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons have been kind of in the same boat. I think it threw a lot at them. Uh, It does take, you know, a little time for the game to slow down for you. I think in this instance, I know it was against the Falcons, but he looked like he was flying around out there a little bit. And what I thought was encouraging, he actually made a statement sitting, I think, with his position coach that, you know, he, he thinks too much and he gets in his own head. If they can give him more confidence, and he can start to understand, you know, Hey, when you're out there on the football field, nobody's perfect. You yeah. just, I mean, you, you got to fly around, make plays. You're going to make some good ones. You are gonna make some bad ones. You're going to look like a clown sometime, but just you got to get it out of your head. And I think that's where he was. And it was actually enlightening to see a young man. He's like, you know, oh, yeah, I think too much. And, you know, and then even his coach was kind of stamping it. Like, look, man, you just got to go. And, you know, so I do see, you know, in this game especially, it was like that young man was flying around. And the the task now becomes, Jay, can the Cardinals coaches, whoever's going to be running that defense overall and a position coach, can they bring out the best in him? Can they put him in more situations where he is clear-minded, doesn't have to think about anything and just goes and, and, and they do it because you got to remember, sometimes players are confused because of the game plan.
1: Mm. You know,
0: you ever, mm. you we've been in offices before Jay, you know, when they come in with that big book and they, yes. you know they throw it down on the desk and it's like, okay, these are our new policies and procedures, or this is our, you know, we're running, going after this RFP or we're doing this and you're looking like, Holy cow, I got to go, you know, and that's, I think what they're doing, to a certain degree with both he and Simmons, they've thrown the entire book at the two of them. And it has not been as fruitful as it should be to this point. And you only hope that they can correct that and allow these young men to be a little less worried about making mistakes or simplify things so they can get out there and fly around there like they're supposed to. But I have been encouraged by what I've
1: seen uh, you know, recently at, uh, from Zayvon Collins, is there any any um, anything to the the statement where people often say you just if you're gonna be wrong, be wrong a hundred, be wrong go be uh, going at a hundred miles an hour as opposed to being wrong going thirty miles an hour and then you're just messing up everything as opposed to really trying to think, just react. If you're going to be wrong, just do it as a, is there anything to that or, or do you, or do you, do you have to kind of mitigate that a little bit?
0: No, that's a great question. And what I would say, Jay, <clears throat> is if you're wrong, but you know what you're supposed to be doing, I mean, if you're fully prepared, if you yeah. take that game plan each week and you study it to the fact, to the point that you can see it in your sleep, you dream about it at night, what happens with the game plans, bro, that's all they are. As soon as you get on the field, it's now we are athletes, right? And they're yeah. going to obviously throw things at you that you, they hope you haven't seen, try to put you out of position, try to confuse you. So as long as you, know, you can, if you're going a hundred miles an hour and just making mistakes, but you're prepared, it's just that the game is maybe still a little too fast for you, you know, yeah. that is acceptable. But if you're getting out there and you have no idea what you're doing, like, I mean, you know, you can tell, like Zavin, he was actually calling out things like, Twist, we need to do this. We need to do that. He knows what he's supposed to be doing. It's just the game is still, you know, clicking a little too fast for him. You, when and <laughs> I've been on the field before, Jay, and, and I did it once in my career too. It's like you're looking at the guy next, you like, what am I supposed to do here? What am I supposed to do here? <laughs> uh, that's, that's when it's bad. And that's okay. when, you know, if you're just flying around that way, it's like, man, he don't even belong out here. But as long as you're prepared and know what you're supposed to do, once you get in the game, things, Everything goes. You know, all game plans go out the. You know, you can throw them out the window once everybody gets out there and starts hitting and running. Because, like I said, it's play by play to play then. And like I said, but if you know what you're supposed to be doing, I can accept those errors when it looks like you're just a step behind because you're still thinking too much.
1: Gotcha. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So the last part of it I want to touch on is is uh, Blau. And the quarterback, Blau, who was with the team for a couple of weeks, but then also kind of connecting it to to uh, Cliff Kingsbury. In Speak one, on. one part of it, he says, Blau says, I'm just going to let it fly. He says, yeah, you're going to let it fly. We're going we gonna to let it all. Essentially, we're going to let it all hang out. we gonna, Hi, we going
0: to. Bro, this is how me, we here, right? I actually <laughs> t- tweeted it to myself. or t- texted it to myself. He said, we're going to air it out. I promise you. I mean, I'm like, wait a minute. So yeah. this is game planning, getting ready to go over to Atlanta. Like, yeah, we're going to hear this out. I promise yeah. you. It's like, wait a minute. Don't you – shouldn't you have a game plan according to your personnel? We talked right. about this on Sunday after the game. In fact, that he threw the ball 40-some-odd times, and we only ran it a total of 20. 45
1: times, it I believe. Yeah.
0: That, that's it. The pride. that's ignorance. That, 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 that shows me he has no idea. Mm. What he's doing? How can you, how can you make that statement? Now, I mean, there might be a player too on this play or this play. I want you to air it out, but basically to tell him, yeah, we're gonna throw this thing all over the place. Yeah, and it's like, wait a minute, where's your running game? I mean, I just don't understand it, bro. Right? Yeah, when he said that, I couldn't text myself fast enough. I was like, oh my god, this is.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it just seems that again. We, we see what they want us to see because I'm sure that they're, well, maybe not in this week's episode and last week's episode, because I keep shortening these dang, these dang (laughs) episodes. So there might not be a whole lot on the cutting room floor, but it's, I just, I don't know. It's the, all right. So we good. All right. I I appreciate all y'all doing. I'm, I'm good. I appreciate all y'all doing. We good. We're going to finish strong. All right. Y'all good. Y'all good. You good. All right. You good. I'm, I'm good. I'm going to go get my tie on. I'm, I'm good. It's, I just, it's just different, man. It's different because. It, it just to me. You've been again. You've been in the the locker rooms. You've been in the clubhouses where where that coach. Even if the season is lost, I would imagine there's still you still want to maintain some type of uh, discipline, some type of routine, some type of uh, regimen that that lets them know, that lets the team know that you are firmly in control. Even if you're a player's coach, but there still has to be that kind of that line of demarcation and being be doing as you mentioned, making game plans based upon the personnel that you have. And before I let you speak there, I I was listening um, to the the flagship station of the Arizona Cardinals. And there was uh, I believe it was Monday. The uh, uh, there was a fill in host on one of the the morning show. And it was essentially, we should just be happy that they, they came out they They, they, it wasn't a blowout. It was a close game. We want them to lose because we want good draft position. That's all that we can expect. Let's move on. This coaching staff may or may not be here. Next season probably won't be, but that's all we can expect. Evaluate the talent and keep it moving. So I'll let you respond to whatever you choose in that in that regard.
0: Kingsbury was supposed to be a genius, wasn't he? Yes. <clears throat> I, I'm just I, I'm just amazed at how that word is thrown around. And you look at these results. <clears throat> First off, you got to remember that we went over there to play a Falcons team that wanted to lose as much as we did. Sure. Uh, they, they. But you think about it, they were sixth in the um, <clears throat> current draft order. We were four going into the game. If they won, they lost. Say so if we beat them, they flip-flop and jump over to us. So they had just as much um, incentive to lose that game. Right. Um, You know, for them, it would have been perfect. You're, you're getting a good look at your young quarterback. Who cares if he wins or loses? But we found another way to lose a game. Part of it because of the game plan of one Cliff Kingsbury, and you know I'm I'm looking at <clears throat> what he's compiled to this point, man, and and you say it all the time. Instead of coming into the locker room and to hey, well you guys played hard, you know we we're good. You know, let's talk about some of the things that have caused us to lose seven in a row. Mm. I mean let's 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 be honest when you when you're playing this poorly meaning losing games, it can't be all, hey, we gave all the effort. They just made one more play, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, It's got to be more of these are the things that we need to correct so this doesn't happen again. Have you heard him say that one time? He's never specifically said these are the things I'm no longer going to tolerate and we need to make sure we correct these things. So if I'm here next year, I don't know if I'm going to be here next year, but if I'm here next year, (laughs) these are the things, that will make us a better football team. As far as I know, I mean they've 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 had maximum effort. Um, what is it? Is it just tough luck? Um, you can't blame them on the injuries because everybody's injured. You know, you got the rookie quarterback playing over there in Atlanta. So I'm getting tired of the. We gave it all our, you know, we had and we just came up short. But we're gonna get this. We're gonna go and we're gonna work hard and we're gonna get this. Okay, Cliff, th- let's let's look at you know give me some of the answers to why. And let's go back. Let's go back to mid-season because you don't get the 4-12, and 12, Jay, overnight. This is, I mean, you could yeah. go back to a spot in the season when we thought we still had hope and let's go from there. Let's pick it up from there and say, okay, what are we doing that has made us 4-12? and 12? I'm sure there's a whole lot, but he just doesn't want to talk about it or tell us. But maybe he knows something we don't know. that You know, it's not going to matter in a week and a half. You know, that type thing. I don't know. But at some point, <clears throat> you have to, as a head coach, CEO, Jay, if you're you're at a company, right? And quarter yeah. after quarter, we're not meeting our numbers, right? You yeah. think as the, you stand up and you know you give your you know your projections for this year, or you, you your sales manager is looking at everybody. You think at some point he's not gonna say, "Okay, I'm tired of the BS. This I see people leaving early." Uh, you know, taking these long lunches, you know, not being on sales calls, that type of thing. He would start running down the list of things that he's mm. seeing that aren't getting done and that's why nobody's hitting their numbers. Cause like I said, according to Cliff, everybody's working hard and we just got to figure it out. Okay, well, what well,
1: we got to figure out,
0: Cliff, because 4-12, and 12, that's hard to do. I don't care what league you're in, it's hard to do.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Alright, so and lastly, before before I get your thoughts on whatever this, this last really meaningless game. (laughs) What was the point of the, of the uh, Michael Bidwell um, Uh, part of the show? It just seems, it just seems gratuitous. It just, it, it just seemed really out of place given how, what was going on is it wasn't as if he was talking to the team and being frustrated. It was, this is me. You know, dedicating something in, in, in my father's name or for what we do for the, for what we've, what this institution here, this, this, this preparatory school has meant to our, to my family. It just, it just seemed that, disjointed and out of place.
0: That's Bidwell sitting in his office.
1: Hey, how come nobody's been over to talk to me for a while?
0: Uh you know, I, I want to I, I got stuff. I want to get on camera. Hey, can you send somebody over there and let them know that I'm doing something this week? You know, cause I want to be on hard knocks too. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mr. Billwell would like to, you know, um, just let you guys know he's got a couple things going on, and if you can squeeze him in this week, you know that would be really cool. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, we'll get, we'll, yeah, so we'll send a camera out there with him. That's all that was, bro. That's Man. all that
1: was. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So here's an example of again that that word genius, offensive genius, gets thrown around around way too much. But if you look at the way his teams play, the the the, and I'm talking about, um, um, why is his name? escaped me the, the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. Shanahan, Shanahan is, it doesn't matter who is coming in at quarterback. It seems like those quarterbacks are always well-prepared. There's going to be a game plan that suits them. And then maybe as they seem to be growing, then that seems to expand instead of saying, I'm a, I'm a dude that likes to call these plays aggressively. And real quick, a little asterisk. It seems like Blau was being much more aggressive than say Kyler Murray was. Yes indeed. I don't I understand. Under that. center? Under I mean, I mean, I mean, we have more stuff. under
0: center snaps in this one game we've had all year.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it is very it is it is very uh it's very black and white. It's very contrasting to be able to see that. But so you know with Shanahan with his ability to be able to to put together these hard nosed teams, really sticking to what his philosophy is but being able to adjust within that i mean there's there's no way that the the cardinals send the uh the 49ers into the offseason on a one game losing streak right
0: bro there are it's a 14 point spread and this game's actually mean this game actually means something for the 49ers to, to yeah. the Forty ers and for we the cardinals
1: if they lose to be able to try to maybe even get a better draft position but yeah go ahead
0: we're going over there for a thumping bro and here's the thing. I am so, I hope whoever comes in there after, or if Kingsbury is here next year, can we get some dudes working at practice? You, you, you watch that hard knocks, right? Yeah. I mean, there are dudes sitting around. I'm like, wow, they had a barbecue or a barbecue? <laughs> bro? I'm serious. I mean, I know we're in a different day and age. I in my, in my entire existence, Never, did I ever have practices away? Them dudes, they don't no pads on. I mean, they're sitting there, sitting there. Everybody just piled around some contraption. Like I said, I was waiting for somebody to start bringing plates over and be like, "You want chicken or you want some ribs?" I mean, it was, (laughs) bruh. Oh my! And me, and the reason I say that, and I know San Francisco, there it's a double edged sword for them. They are one of the most injury prone teams throughout the last
1: handful of years, for sure.
0: Partially because, I guarantee you, they go at it during camp and during even probably parts of the regular season. But you know yeah. what that does, bro? That creates toughness. And mm. San Fran is a team you don't want to play them. There are, a lot of, there are a lot of teams you can play such and such, and they're like, yeah, hey, we can go over there. Even if we don't win, you know, <laughs> we can, it's, it's all good. San Francisco is a team that you can see them over on the other sidelines like tightening their, 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 their tape and stuff like that. And, you know, it's like, damn, what are they all? But they're looking over at your side and I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. We're getting ready to get it on. <laughs> I'm, you, I guarantee you, the Cardinals are so soft. They are so soft. Anything they do in practice, nothing they do in practice, I say, impresses me. And when Ooh. you practice like that, how do you expect to not play like that? They are. It's a soft team. I'm sorry. They're it's, soft
1: it does make me think of uh for what a two or three year uh span there the uh the Seattle Seahawks would always get fined in the offseason because they were doing stuff where somebody on the some one of the, some of the players would blow the whistle on on uh on the coach yeah. and say hey man we are doing these yeah, padded practices packing, man we hitting man come on man let's hey come on now and so they because because he said "Nah, we about to we about to get this in we about to get this defense let's get it flying let's get this competition going so it definitely is interesting to Kingsbury
0: see. out there joe cool with his big hat on and
1: and everybody they got dudes on the sitting on the
0: side over there with glad with shades and stuff like that on i mean just total like just chill and for me you got to get a little more toughness within this organization the way you practice where you prep et cetera et cetera and those late in the season i i was on teams where okay, we're going to take this back to the beginning. We're going mm. to finish this strong. You know, but
1: this this team, man. He like did say that. Strong. He said, we're going to finish strong. You got me? You got me? You got me? Let's finish strong. Got you got, got more, got you? more to go.
0: Let's break it down. Hey, everybody, I just want to tell you how sorry
1: I am. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I <was> just... <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I am Javon J. Love Adams. We do this thing twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. And uh, so make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend about what we have going on. And we are presented by bet online. And as we always like to say around this time, are you kidding? I'm sorry, Jake. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. So if we
0: see you again. Be easy out there. <laughs>